Welcome to Bleached, a podcast for the real-ass hairdresser. I'm Sid Charisse. And I'm Caleb Bosher. And we are Destroy Destroy the the Hairdresser. Um, so we are Destroy the Hairdresser. We are independent hairdressers in New York City. We are also certified life coaches and celebrity hairdressers, whatever you want to call us. How many of you have heard every term by hairdresser possible? Editorial hairstylist, celebrity stylist. I just cut, but like I don't really cut. Like I only cut like, a little bit. Like. So what we do is we work in conscious business coaching. And we were lucky to meet with a group of people today um, for a class that we call Hair Boss. And Hair Boss is really dedicated to salon owners that want to grow their business without thinking about numbers too much. We focus on the brain and soul. Yeah, really not the numbers. How many of you are sick of numbers? As salon owners too. How many salon owners are like, I'm sick of freaking numbers? <laughs> the people that are not raising their hand are just lazy. Like, You're sick of numbers. <laughs> So right now you are on a live podcast, and if none of you have been on a live podcast before, it can be a little bit strange. So Sid and I are here to give you some humor and some coaching, but we're also recording it for a podcast, which you can listen to on iTunes. Um, So you're live right now. So we do expect interaction from you guys, so please laugh with us, be loud, ask questions, raise your hand, be disruptive. If you want to yell, yell. If you want to yell, yell. So we enjoy that kind of banter. Um, but I think we want to we wanna do a little exercise. Yeah. <laughs> so this is kind of, how many of you are salon owners? How many of you are stylists behind the chair? Uh, oh, great. For you. Better. <laughs> okay, so I want you to all just take a moment. And I want you to accept that tonight you're just going to quit your job. She's fired. (laughs) (laughs) So tonight you're going to quit your job. You're going to quit your job and you're going to stop thinking about what you have to do. How many work tomorrow? How many work the next day? You're You're going to stop thinking about what you have to do tomorrow or on Tuesday or whenever that day is. You quit. You quit. Right now, this moment, you quit your job. Okay. I feel like your mic's not working. Is that true? I can yell. Okay. So, um, you quit your job, and now I want, the reason we're doing that, and it should, it should be a little bit confusing and upsetting, especially if you're a salon on the butler team, you know, like, what the hell did you just say? <laughs> what are you um, but because we work in conscious business coaching, we want to get you out of thinking about what you have to do the next day or what you have to do the next week, and start by bringing you back to the beginning of, like, the fact that you're just a craft hairdresser, that you do hair. We you, need to get back to the moment where you guys are artists. And that's what you're coming to work as. Yes. So that's why you're here, to learn something. But a lot of us come here with baggage, whether it be we hate our boss, whether it be we hate our staff. Or anger, or you had like a really bad color correction yesterday, and you're like still crying about it. Yeah. Or like Susan talked about Scott, and we should be the bitch about it. Like, and you're thinking about it, and Susan's here. And you're like, I don't want to sit next to her. So the reason reason you quit your job is because how many of you have Quit their job before. I have quit like multiple jobs. And how many of you love that feeling after? Like at first you're like, Ugh, but then you feel this like sense of freedom. And you're like, I can fucking do it. Like, I'm gonna go to like Tulum. Like people like start thinking crazy. <laughs> they can't afford it, but like they're gonna go anyway. I've sold all my things. You're not asking them. Don't call anything. 
No, but we want to get you. We want to get you in that feeling of like, remember what it was like when you went on the job interview, when you went to the new job, because when you were doing that, your consciousness was much different. Or imagine your first day when you walked into work, how that felt. Well, scary, but still. <laughs> yeah. So we want to get you out of that consciousness, and when you when you have that consciousness of I can quit and I don't have to do this tomorrow, it actually makes you want to do it tomorrow. Does that make sense, everybody? So. Why we have you do that is because we want to teach you a really cool tool. We only have like 30 minutes, which is a very condensed time for us. We so usually how many people love a conversation? Put your hands. I know. <laughs> such a lie. Okay. How many people struggle with a conversation? Okay. You're all liars. I know. This is, okay. So here's the thing. Consultation. How many of you are tired of doing a consultation and it's become so short? That you're like, what do you want to hear about? They show you a picture of Jennifer Anderson, and you're like, you're never going to look like Jennifer Anderson. How many of you did do that? Raise, no, raise your hand. How many of you have taken the consultation that you learned originally that was, whether it was these five steps or ten steps or these certain things you're supposed to ask or someone taught you? How many of you took that, and can, how many of you do not do that anymore, and you just kind of do your own thing? Okay. We want to kind of give you new tools to kind of take your consultation to the next level. We were trying to figure out like what we were going to talk about, and the consultation is to us. I don't know, maybe it's a New York thing. Like it's so fucking boring. Like I hate, like I hate trying yeah, to discover what it is. When you as an artist aren't aren't getting to the point of what you want, um, and the client doesn't really understand it, and like your best performance is when you have that client that's happy for years, and like do whatever you want. But when it comes to a new client, you're like crap. Yeah. And there's this sense of how many of you have had that client that talks in a circle, and then all of a sudden you're like, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> or the ones that are like, okay, nine years ago I had my first haircut, and she did this, and then and then you just take a seat up. because it's going to be about a ten minute conversation about <laughs> what's happening. So we, when we talk to the, who are the bosses that we talk to? Are they still here? Bosses that we talk yeah. to earlier. So when we talk to the, we call them hair bosses. We talked to the hair bosses earlier, which is a group of really intelligent dudes, people trying to lead their staff in a different way. They, we kind of got them on this idea of how they want to feel. And we're not going to go into that because that's, that's a deeper thing that takes a lot longer. But when you are talking to your staff, to your clients about a consultation, yes, we have to talk about the color. Yes, we have to talk about the damage. Yes, we have to talk about what we're going to do and the cost. You know, our starting point, our end point. What we have to talk about those things. But really, what we aren't asking the client, or what we're not really talking about, is how that client wants to feel. So, you quit your job. Yeah. You walked in. You have a new brain. You have a new mindset. What if you walked in and asked your client, not what kind of cut they want, because they shouldn't know cut control when they first off stop telling them. But what if you asked them, how do you want to feel today? How do you want to feel today? They would say sexy, confident. Or they might say, I don't know. And then you can ask them, how do you not want to feel? What don't you want to feel like that? She's laughing. She's I don't like, want to I want to like, like, things like that. So, and you can kind of take this practice into your own heads. So, can I have someone raise their hand? Anyone raise their hand? Raise their hand. Raise their hand. Oops, there's someone in the back. Okay, yes. How do you want to feel? Cool. So when you, how do you, how, Aaron, how do you want to do it? When you're getting your hair done, 
Anyone else? else? New. Please shout, shout. Please be in a What is it? Ooh. She just glamorous. Ha! Girl, you are What else? Young. Easy. What? You want to feel easy or you want your hair to be? So my point is when you when you start a consultation off with this question, you now can now all the follow-up questions of discovering where you're at with the treatment, where they're at with pricing. If I tell someone, okay, someone says, you do transformational color. So someone tells you, I want to go from black to white. I want black hair, I want white hair. How many of you have had that? And you're like, no. Yeah. Again, you have the chair. Yeah, and then you have to explain why. But that's a really that's a really hard thing to explain. To ex how, I, I've always had people that ask me things, and I'm like, okay, so there's eight levels of like color. Yeah. We have to go from like yellow, red, or we have to do all these things, and they don't really care. But if they say, I want to feel sexy, or I want to feel confident, or I want to feel powerful, or whatever it is, we always usually go to these keywords. Mm -hmm. when, when someone says that, you can then kind of reframe, okay, to feel sexy is going to cost $400 today. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, but that you change the consciousness behind four hundred dollars. Also, if we always call it like information marketing. Like they want to feel sexy, but then there are nurse that wear their hair up all the time, and you know, giving them a really shortcut might not be the answer. So how can we kind of work in their world with that to bring sexy back? And that's <laughs> and that's that's, <laughs> that's why by asking that like that simple question again, like if you if any of you have if any of you worked with this before or have taken classes before. How you want to feel is kind of the cornerstone of how we do everything because as creative people, that's all we are is we can follow the nerves and feel things. Um, and kind of like taking all of that and, and moving forward with it in a business direction. But very rarely do we remember to ask the person coming in who obviously wants to feel a certain way, how do you want to feel? And how horrible is it when you do something for your client and you went through the robotic steps? Like they showed you a picture and without even thinking like if that would work for them, you just gave it to them. And it like we all want to look like a celebrity. Like, come on, like if I could have like the long luscious hair, but it doesn't work for me. So then what happens is they don't feel good and they don't feel confident, which is the keyword for how they wanted to feel. Now I don't feel good. I don't feel confident. Not only that, but now four hundred dollars was way too expensive. Like now four hundred dollars that we're talking to the manager, I'm not paying this much money. Where when how many of you have said I can't afford a vacation. Someone's like, let's go, make it, let's go somewhere you can't afford it. But then you saw like a pair of shoes or clothes or a show and you were like, it was the same price and you're like, I definitely have it. That's, like that's the difference in feeling behind a feeling of a service. Or like having $20 to your name. Yeah. You're, $20 to your name and you're like, I can have food or the Sephora new blush. Like, and you get the Sephora and you're new like, blush. And you're like, well, it kind of look good. Like, <laughs> so, we had we had one student that it's kind of Justin who's one of our students in our program. He we, we took this information and we brought it back to his salon. His salon owner hates us because we changed how they did their consultation. So there's a salon owner that are mad about it. Right? But she actually changed her after she he started doing it and his price his tickets went up in sales. All of a sudden now everyone is doing it in their salon. So if you want to make more money, sometimes the best business practice is honing back into asking intimate details about how someone wants to feel during their visit. Stop looking at your client as a number, or how much money you need. Or a benchmark. Yeah, so. or a benchmark, or a goal, and taking it back a step and being like, 
I'm an artist and I want to feel creative and I want to feel inspired and I want this out of my clients and I want them to feel good and I want to have that before. And so focusing on that feeling that they want is huge because then you feel good. How many of you have asked your clients how they want to feel? And what do they say? How many, you have, back a little bit too, like, how many of you have asked your client how they don't want to feel? <laughs> so if you ever run into a situation where someone, because there are times, especially like when I ask you guys, like, how do you want to feel? Everyone's like, no one knows. Everyone's like, I want to feel drunk from the wine. But the whole thing is, if, if you can't get that information out of the client, the follow-up question is, how do you not want to feel? And if you start using this, I can tell, like, I can just tell you from our success personally with it and with our student success with it, and you make it your own and you put it into whatever consultation that you use in your salon, your entire ticket for sales will go up. And I'm pretty sure that all of you want to feel loved. No, no. <laughs> this crowd is very. I don't want to feel. Oh, you don't want to Isn't it a southern thing? They're very polite. I love it. <laughs> in New York, like, well, yeah. I love it. So, um, what, so, how many of you have had? Horror stories of consultations. Or maybe after the conversation, you're like, oh, I should have asked that. You, you raised your hand. Well, you raised your hand. Like, what do you, what was the horror story? And you were like, I don't know how to do So what was the, the key point was, she wanted to change. She wanted, she wanted to, to feel changed. It didn't matter what you did to her. She showed you probably nine pictures of the consultation themselves. Uh, but <laughs> the core reason was there was a feeling, and what we try to get out of you guys is to find that. How can you find that feeling in depth? Rather, the Yeah, that's exactly what happens. We were talking. We were talking to the hair bosses earlier about when you when you kind of define this how do you want to feel mentality in your salon does get kind of intimate, whether it's with your staff or your clients or with each other, and how do you balance that? Well, first of all, we work in an intimate industry, so it's hard to balance that, but there's a balance between sympathetic and empathetic, which we talked about, but you will find that through asking people how they want to feel or how they don't want to feel, that they're going to bring up other issues in their life that actually answer what their hair is about, which you said in the photo was diagnosed cancer, which is awful, but that actually answered so many things for you. Where if you don't ask that question and she talks in a circle and you do something and you give it to her and she's unhappy, now you, you, if you don't know why she's unhappy, you can't solve it. So that happens quite a bit. So that's that's like the main tool that we wanted to give you guys. I think it's, and it also, it goes deeper than that too. Like, you know, when we're giving those questions, because we all learn how to do conversations too. Obviously, like, we ask them how they want their hair to look like, how, what don't they love about their hair, uh, when was the last time this, that, that, you know, we ask these four questions. And it almost seems so non-emotional uh, that it they're not getting like anything. What's the word I'm looking for? They're not they're not getting, they're anything, not getting anything out anything of it. Anything out of it, yeah. And so you know when we switch that and we kind of like screw that, like it's you and me. Like sit down with them. Um, I, I'm a big fan of like like sitting down. Like there's a lot to say, and when you're standing up behind someone, you have all the control and the power. And if you kind of switch that and maybe stand in front of them and talk to them like you would a friend or if I wanted to sit down and talk to you, it changes that rapport. And that's great because then they're going to open up and you're going to get to the core values, which is really important. And one of the last steps 
that consultation process, well, not really the consultation process, after the end of the service. And again, I bring this back to Justin because he was, had so much success with it with his uh, salon and the people he worked with. So at the end, he said, did I make you feel how you wanted to feel? And when she or he says yes, it justifies everything, all the work that you did. It justifies the pricing. It justifies the rebooking. It justifies the products that you have to sell them so they can be rebooked. So and you're no longer fucking selling <laughs> shit. Like, like, that's like the most annoying thing as a hairdresser. And it's also, by the way, as an owner, a salon owner, it's very frustrating to try to get hairstyles to sell to make things work so that we can all work in an environment. But at the end of the day, if you start asking this one simple question, it all adds up in your paycheck, it all adds up in your growth in the stylist, it also adds up in your relationships with all of your staff. With and that's what I'm a lot too, especially with products. They'll take things and they'll be like, this is going to give you volume, and you know, that's what we did to you to make you feel sexy today. Or, you know, um, this is going to create that like non-crazy look that you see in products. And it's switching your verbiage and your mentality rather than just being like, this is this, and I thought this, and I'm like, you just use it like this kind of thing. Like, I've actually, I was shadowing the salon, and I was watching, <laughs> I was watching one of the stylists like walk her by it through whatever process the salon had set up, and she was like, I think you should use this, What's, and then she like, what's the name? She's like, I don't, I don't have a pronounce it, but I think you should, this will be good for you. And the client's like, oh, you don't feel good about it, why did I? The client's like, that's not, the client's confused. But if I said, even if, okay, for example, if I didn't know the name of this and I said, this is going to make you feel sexy, you're going to take it because it makes you feel how you want to feel. I want to feel powerful. I want to feel significant. So if you're going to give me things that make me feel powerful and significant, you're going to make me feel powerful and significant in my consultation or the whole two hours that I'm sitting with you, I'm going to pay you whatever you want because that's how therapists make money. They make the client that's sitting with them for two hours feel the way they want in the end, and then that thousand dollar therapy session that you cannot afford is now affordable. Does this make sense? Is anyone struggling with this idea? Actually, I would love to hear someone struggling with this idea. No one? Is it something that you guys think you could implement into your business? So, when you, you know, go into your new job, you yeah, because you quit. quit. <laughs> you're going to look at your mindset, and you're sitting there and you're asking them, how do you want to feel? Like, you don't ask any questions. Your old client has known you for years. He's going to look at you like, what happened this weekend? What do you mean how I want to feel? Do you not care? Give me that. Let me give you guys a horror story, because everybody loves a horror story. When I first started my career um, as a colorist, I, I got a hand-me-down client. Those are my favorite. And she was getting, like, a level black and 100% gray hair. And um, I did it every time. Every time I was just like, we'd barely talk. I'd slap it on. You know, like, I was just like, she's boring. Important to me, and you know, one day after like I think six months of doing my hair, I was like, "Do you even like this?" And she's like, "I hate it." And I was like, really hide in a hole. And I was like, "What would you love? Like, what what would make you feel really good?" And, and she showed me how she used to love and how she used to feel confident that the other side was like pushing on her. And uh, that opened my eyes. Because don't ask people how to make you feel the same side of your cut, rather than Asking them every time, like, how do you want to feel? People go through, like, my day to day, I feel different. You know, my day to day, I want my hair to be different. This week gets curly. Next week gets curly, and it's all based on how I want to feel in that moment. So, why wouldn't you kind of take that step back and ask your clients some of these questions? Does anyone feel? Does anyone feel scared to ask their clients how they want to feel in their service? Does anyone not like the idea of being more intimate? And it's going to take force because I, 
I think honestly it's harder to do this with a client you don't know more with than it is to switch it with you because maybe you don't know you. You can be like, how do you want to feel? This is how I do things. You know, this is me now because it's my new job. <laughs> but if it's your, you know, your old client, that's where you guys are going to feel that kind of fear, that gut feeling. It's like when you're trying to show them anything new, you kind of get that pushback. But if, I promise you, like, if you push back that step up here for just two seconds, um, there's so much more to come inside of So, to wrap things up, not quickly, but so Destroy the Hairdresser is again conscious business coaching. We provide tools like this for our students consistently as much as possible through different outlets, through our website, through private coaching, through online classes, through things like that. So if you're interested in anything like that, we have a website called destroythehairdresser.com. And a podcast which is like a <laughs> so you can browse the website, you can see everything that we offer, you can follow us on Instagram, um, Sid is the Instagram queen for us, um, you can listen to our podcast on iTunes, but we offer a plethora of things that have nothing to do with numbers because hairdressers hate numbers. Now there are some that, there are, some that are numbers for you, I had one today who like, is driven and loves the idea of numbers, and there's nothing wrong with that, but we focus more on what's behind why you're doing What's behind why you wake up and go to work? Or why you aren't showing up? Yeah. What what fears? And we help you get to your up. next level. We build your book, we build your brand, we build everyone's a brand now. Everyone's a brand, the brand is everybody. I'm like everyone's a, everyone <laughs> thinks that they're like somebody special. Like <laughs> all the non-millennials just laughed. All the non-millennials just laughed. The millennials are like, yeah, well, they're special. Yeah. I have ten thousand dollars on Facebook or on Instagram. It's very, very special. So um, both are right, um, but we help you kind of build your brand, build who you are as an artist. We kind of we help people dig out all the dirt, whether it's fear that's holding them back. I had one person that thought she was a great colorist, clearly was not. Had no idea because no one was telling her because everyone was scared of her, and finally was able to get the education that she wanted because I was able to remove something like that. So that's the kind of coaching that we do. That boosted her numbers. I did not have to talk about her numbers. I didn't have to introduce her to a tracking program or system. Are those things great? Yes. Are they necessary? Absolutely. Are they what drive us? No. Absolutely not. How many of you are driven by numbers? I, I would love to know. Driven by numbers. <laughs> oh, we know you are. Like three or four people. <laughs> like three or four people. Everyone's raising their class. Like, <laughs> yes, <me>. numbers. <laughs> Um, yes, so now, but how much, okay, so for the numbers people really quickly, how much time do I have left with like five minutes? So for the numbers people, I'm really curious, are you driven by numbers, or are you driven by the feeling you get when you look at the numbers you've got? Or is it the feeling that you get that check? Because obviously a little bit doesn't feel great. So you're not actually driven by numbers. You're driven by numbers. You're not really driven by numbers. How much so the numbers person, you're driven by numbers, but what actually fulfills you? Why what what's the feeling you get when you when you make numbers? Oh, I love money. You love money, but what's the feeling you get when you have money? Oh, it's, it's, it's success. So you love success. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so that's what you want to feel, you want to be successful. So when you're asking your client or when you're asking yourself, or when you're asking yourself like, ask yourself what you're driven by, narrow it down. Go deep with your clients. Ask them how they want to feel. They're like, I want to feel beautiful. Okay, what, what is beautiful? You know, yeah. like, 
go deeper. I had one lady tell me that she didn't want to feel like a stay-at-home mom, and I was like, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so they don't want to feel like a stay-at-home mom, and I was like, oh my god, that's such a great feeling that you like don't want to feel like. And we had to really discover, <laughs> and we discover what she really wanted, and we, we were able to give her that. Not only did it change how she felt, it changed how she parented, it changed how she, like, she comes back with these crazy stories. Oh, it feels like it feels good. Yeah. So, again, we're here to help you guys grow. We're here to help you guys be more conscious. Um, like I said, you guys can reach out to us on our website. But we'll be here on it. So, please, we love hugging and talking. Yeah. So, if you have any business questions that if you haven't been able to answer, that we can answer with some consciousness. Yeah. But I'm Caleb. And we're just for the Check us out at www.destroythehairdresser.com.